0: My dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big QA. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You're listening to Pastor Fabiano Nyonghuru here in South Australia. I'm currently ministering at SANA, as well as Merrill's Park Seventh-day Adventist Churches here in the South Australian Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. I'm delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you, our dear listener. We will be studying a wonderful topic today. Our theme for this week has been Biblical Morality in the Third Millennium. However, the topic for today... Uh, of which we are answering, is a question, sexual sin, can I be forgiven? Here in the studio, I am with our good friend, Helen Gray, who is a regular co-host on this radio program, and every week we have a wonderful time together digging deep in Scripture and finding how Scripture actually relates to our times and and, and provides answers to the questions that we have from time to time. Um, Helen, how have you enjoyed being on Faith FM?
1: Love it. Absolutely love it. Thank you for welcoming me again. Yeah. It's a delight to come. It's a delight to study and right. to share with the listener. That's right. And, um, yeah, have a good time.
0: That's right. It's, it's really, I, I think this is a wonderful privilege that we have to Absolutely. be able to share with people, um, what scripture says on various topics. And, um, yeah, we, we love this opportunity and we are so thankful actually that, uh, uh, you have tuned in and that, uh, you're actually listening to this radio program. I'd just like to remind our listeners that if you ever, uh, want to go back and listen to some of the previous presentations, um, for some of the, themes that you might have missed, you can actually go to faithfm.com.au and just look for BQ&A, the Draft Time Program. You'll find all the previous presentations as well. And I'm pretty sure you'll be blessed through the... uh, Various presentations and presenters also that present on various topics that we have there uh, pre-recorded and stored there for people to listen to from time to time. I would also like to remind those who are tuning in that we do have a number of which you can actually text us to. Um, so that way there can be a little bit of interaction and that double eight double eight. 0811. The number is zero four double eight, double eight zero eight eleven. If you, yeah, if you send a text to us on that number with your, um, suburb or State of where you are listening from and your name we 'll be pleased to know that uh, we have a friend on the other side of the line who 's actually listening and truly, it is actually encouraging as well, so we thank you for that, and uh, yeah we we'll look forward to hearing from you. Just as I was browsing once again online I found something quite amazing uh well it is amazing in that it uh, provides some insight into the time uh, that we are living in but saddening at the same time because um yeah there are lots of things that are happening around the world that uh, that are not good for us uh that uh, do not lead to eternal life or to even or, or even to peace and satisfaction and so I was just looking and uh, I was just actually reading from a christian uh, blog and this is it's called crosswalk.com it's a christian blog and uh, and I found an article written uh, in March 11. 2021. So this year, March 11th, by a doctor by the name of James Emery White, uh, who also is a pastor, uh, and uh, he's got an online blog where he shares some of his, um, uh, I guess insights and, and, and just, you know, trying to connect with the online community. And there is in his article, especially on these days, there, I found this, um uh, paragraph Uh, or should I say a few paragraphs? Quite interesting. And I wanted to share this with you. Uh, and I, and I quote, Generation Z has become sexually and relationally amorphous. Now, I hope I'm pronouncing that word correctly. Amorphous. That means without a clearly defined shape or form. Um, so, consider the influential statements by outspoken young celebrities such as Kristen Stewart, Miley Cyrus, or Cara Delevingne. I hope that's how you pronounce her name or his name. Stuart, when asked about her sexuality, said, quote, I think in three or four years, there are going to be a whole lot more people who don't think it's necessary to figure out if you're gay or straight. It's like just do your thing, and from Malisaris, quote: "I don't relate to being boy or girl, and I I don't have to have my partner relate to boy or girl." End quote. So what is being revealed uh, is an increasing sexual fluidity that refuses either the homosexual or the heterosexual sexual label. The idea is both labels are repressive. Sexuality should be set free of any and all restrictions and allowed to follow its desire. So moment by moment, uh, moment by moment, that is. And so the author poses this question, why? And then he provides this answer because the greatest value for this generation is individual freedom, which translates into a full-throated moral relativism. And so, my friend, just to bring this uh, intro, introductory uh, statement to conclusion, I noted that another person, of whom Dr. James quotes as well, by the name of Jacques Barzun, uh, uh, saying that for the last 500 years, the Western culture can be summarized with this one word, emancipation. And the modern era is the hallmark of it all, which is autonomous individualism. So what we are hearing is that we are living in a day and age where um, the younger generation, and and I think, you know, there are some older folks as well who probably fall into this category, but, you know, more so for the younger generation where, you know, they are just wanting to be set free from anything and they want to do whatever they are pleased. Uh, and uh, I don't know whether that's a good thing, but, you know, the last time I was driving on the road, I realized there was a sign <laughs> telling me what speed I should be driving. So I believe there ought to be some rules and regulations, you know, t- to guide our lives. Otherwise, if everyone, if every person did whatever they thought was right in their own eyes, well, I think this world would be a mess. And, and talking about sexual f- fluidity, well... The ramification for this, even from a scientific background, I'm pretty sure they are enormous. But Helen, maybe let me bring you into this discussion. What are your thoughts on these, uh, uh, these statements by Dr. James uh, uh, and maybe uh, Jackie Spazun as well regarding the time in which we are living? And this, uh, yeah, this issue of uh, autonomous individualism.
1: It reminds me of the song, I Did It My Way.
0: Right, right.
1: And I think there are too many um, people these days Mm -hmm. that literally excuse the sin okay, because they don't see it as a sin anymore. Right,
0: right. You know,
1: when you do something long enough, it becomes part of your culture. Interesting. And um, I remember reading a statement by a man called Levy, and I'm trying to think of what it was, but he wrote a book about humans having sex with robots. Right. And and he said virtually that's where we have come. That's where we're at.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah, that we, yeah.
1: we look at it as though it's fine, we can do whatever we like. After mm-hmm, all, it's mm-hmm. my body. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and by the way, of course, sexual sins cover a very vast area. That's right. But my comment to all of that would be that I think our generation has lost touch, mm,
0: um,
1: mm. even with our own individuality.
0: Right, right. You know,
1: right. there's there's what they call the herd. Um, what's the one I, I I'm was thinking? I was thinking herd
0: immunity because yeah, of COVID.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, and it always links, or it seems to link with what they call physical pleasure. Okay. The okay. trouble is that most people do not realise the aftermath. Mm of what happens That's right. um, when we willfully go yeah. and do the wrong thing. And I think um, David in the Bible is a classic example, and we can talk to him a little later. That's right. There's also the woman that was um, taken in adultery. Mm-hmm. That's another mm-hmm. story perhaps mm-hmm. we can also look at. Yeah. But, you know, if you look, even in the United States alone, right. and we're not very far behind, no. there is an amazing sum of something like $13 billion is spent on pornography every year.
0: Thirteen billion. 13
1: billion. Wait, you know, there's,
0: there's a lot of people who are starving to death yes. in other parts of the world.
1: Yes. You know, you wow. can hardly turn on a computer anymore without receiving an invitation to look on pornography. Yeah. And most yeah, of the music, yeah. the movies that are written, composed, and produced now have sex as a central theme.
2: That is You sad. seldom that even see
1: an, an advertisement that does right. not use sex appeal to sell the product. You that's know, right. yeah, where, I mean,
0: where are we now? That's right, and... <laughs> And that's what you see, you know, with these, um, ads, you know, that are trying to sell you something. Everything is sexualized and, but you know, that actually reminds me, uh, of, um, uh, this theme that we see reoccurring in the Old Testament. Um, this theme to do with, uh, sexuality being, uh, always, uh, you know, abused and, and God actually even uses this term, idolatry. Uh, I hope I get the right word. I believe it's idolatry when people, uh, leave, um, God and go to worship other gods. God even uses that word to, you know, in a sense, you know, he picked, uh, he, God uses that word to, I guess, uh, explain that when one leaves God and goes for the other, it's, it's a bad thing and it's, it's not how it's supposed to be. Yeah, but, Mm. anyways, Mm. yeah.
1: It's interesting that Jesus himself said, and we know, and the prophets have said, that these things were going to happen, especially as we get closer to the coming of the Lord. Mm. And Mm. um, I think in scripture it even mentions, as in the days of Noah, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. shall also be the days of the coming of the Son of Man. And if you look at the story of Noah and you look at the town that Lot came from, Sodom and Gomorrah, Mm -hmm. man. You know, the sexual pleasures that they divulged in, mm-hmm. um, I think that we're nearly at the, the same point now. You know, right, not quite right. there, but not getting there. very, okay. very close. And, yeah. and people living in this state, mm-hmm. we don't know why they often, why they go down that road can be peer pleasure, pressure. That's it can right. be looking for love in all the wrong places. That's right. Um, it can just be an abusive relationship. That's right. Uh, there's a lot of reasons. And, you know, there's a uh, many, many sexual sins that we could actually talk about tonight. Mm, mm, but mm. I think the question that we need to deal with mm-hmm. is, uh, are they beyond God's forgiveness? Mm, and I'd mm, like to mm. say from the very start, mm-hmm. absolutely not.
0: That's right. God that's right. can
1: and will forgive. Anybody who comes to him, mm, mm, you know, mm. and and we'll see that in the Bible, that many women who came to Jesus were in bondage to sexual shame. That's right. But not only right. did he forgive them, mm. he sent them away free. So we're in for an interesting
0: study. Tonight. That's right. And thanks, Alan, for, for sharing that. Once again, uh, we would like to remind our listener that um, we would like to hear from you. Tell us your name, where you're listening from. You know, uh, the number to text to is zero four double eight double eight zero eight eleven, and maybe share with us how do you, uh, what do you see as the um, as the challenge that we're facing today with the current um, sexual fluidity. social construct uh, of the time in which we are living. Um, yeah, what are your concerns or what are your thoughts even? Uh, should we be, you know, are we, I guess, uh, uh, judging this uh, narrowly, or I don't know. What are your thoughts? So let, let's let's uh, let's uh, let's hear from you, and uh, let's just quickly also take a break uh, and you know provide a time for people maybe to get comfortable and maybe get a pen and paper. We are in to we, we we've got a wonderful study today, and I'd just like to uh, take a quick short break and we'll be right back. The free giveaway for this week is a book called "Amazing Grace" by Elizabeth Vieira Talbot. Uh, if you send us your name, your address, your phone number, we can actually text that to, um, post that to you. Uh, if you live in South Australia, please do include the postcode as well. And the number to send your request to is zero four double eight double eight zero eight eleven. We'll be happy to mail that to you. No car, no problem. Go to faithfm.com.au and tune into your local station anytime and anywhere.
2: Strange the path we choose. I've tried but failed to walk in someone else's shoes. Strange how I've tried to walk this road alone, not knowing the things I might find. Life goes on, but now the fears of living life for me are gone. I know that your love can save me from myself in ways I can't explain.
0: Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time. Big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano Nyonghuru. Our co-host today is Helen Gray. And Helen is a wonderful student of the Bible. She's always happy to share with us from Scripture. And uh, we are are very thankful that uh, she has dedicated that time to serving the Lord uh, through this ministry. Our theme for this week has been Biblical Morality in the Third Millennium. However the topic for today for today is sexual sin can i be forgiven Helen I'd like to ask why do sexual choices seem to create to create such lasting shame maybe let's open with that what do you think and yeah and and maybe before we even do that let's pray even because we are in for a wonderful study and uh, I would like that the Holy Spirit alone be the one to lead and guide us. So maybe let's uh, have a short word of prayer first. Father in heaven, we are thankful and we are grateful. What a privilege we have to know you. Lord, what a wonderful opportunity we have to study from Scripture once again. Your Word is a light to our path, and it's, it's a light that guides us to the ultimate truth. And Father, we are so thankful that you have given us these Scriptures, which um, leads us to understanding. Father, we pray that the Holy Spirit, our Helper and our Comforter, may lead us to a fuller understanding. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen, Amen. So the question Thank is, you. why do sexual choices seem to create such lasting shame? What do you think Helen?
1: okay well let 's just start hmm. If you drive across the country, fly some people fly into Australia, they turn off their lights okay. or push away the memories. Mm-hmm. The impact of passing has a way of finding us,
0: okay, it stays yeah. with us
2: yeah, there 's right. no
1: a- arena of life where this is. Actually truer than with a sexual sin Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, there are so many sins that are named in scripture Gossiping, lying That's right And what have you That's right But you know, I I regularly meet women who are haunted by the shame of their sexual choices Mm. Even decades later Wow You know, they carry that with them Mm -hmm. And logically, they should have moved on
0: That's right Spiritually,
1: they've heard that they're forgiven And Mm -hmm. yet they cannot seem to shake yeah. The shame. And, and I guess that comes back to the fact we are a holistic people.
0: Okay. You know? W- meaning?
1: Meaning that yeah. not only we are physical people, okay. we are also mental. That's not right. Not as in we're stupid, but right. you know what I mean. Yeah,
0: yeah, I get what you mean. We,
1: we have that, the cognitive section. That's right. We are also spiritual people. That's right. We're emotional mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. are all, all linked in, in one. That's right. And one part affects the other Mm. and you know many many express the pain of feeling forever condemned for something like premarital sex Mm. pornography Mm. masturbation Mm -hmm. having an abortion Mm -hmm. or other sexual sins and you know i have spoken to quite a number of women who've gone through an abortion right some have been forced to have it right but they are literally being shackled by shame
0: you know, and that
1: thought, especially when they come to Christ.
0: That's right. You know, right. they feel
1: so unworthy mm-hmm. and so ashamed, mm-hmm. you know, and I guess that will bring us to our, our um, topic tonight. Yes, that's are right. Are sexual sins unforgivable? Because as a woman, yes. um, I can only talk from a woman's point of view because that's I right. deal with a lot of women. That's right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, occasionally, I will have a man that will come and say he he's um, his whole life is become abhorrent to him, okay. and he wants to get off this this um, action. This um, this it spoils marriages. Oh, yeah, I had a friend definitely. who the husband was right into pornography, and it was so much so that it belittled the wife.
2: Mm, yeah,
0: and
1: yeah. Um, he just had to have some pornography going every time he had intercourse with his wife. Really? Yeah, and that's horrendous. So, so
0: obviously, in his mind, he was elsewhere. Yeah. So his wife was just being a tool.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and sadly, sad. that that's sad. what happens yeah. too. And there are a lot of women that are in slavery mm. be, yeah. because of the very mm. same mm. thing. But let's yeah, have a Bible sad. passage. Right. Um, and that's
0: where we want to be.
1: Yes. <laughs> right. Let's have a look. Um, dear, I hope I got the right one. I Ephesians can. 4, mm-hmm. 18 to 24. What does uh, that tell us?
0: All uh, right. In the book of Ephesians, for those who are following, Ephesians is in the New Testament and... um yeah, book written by Paul. Uh, let's skip to Ephesians chapter 4. I'm still turning to Ephesians here. All right.
1: Verse 18 All to right. 24.
0: All right. Ephesians 4, verse 18 to 24. Mm-hmm. Having their understanding darkened, obviously here Paul is speaking about those uh, who do not walk in the Spirit, those who... You know, those of the world, who mind the things of the world. Okay. Those whose minds are not spiritual. Okay. Having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the love of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, up to which verse, sorry? 24. Up to 24. So verse 19 now. Who being passed who, being who being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness, to work all uncleanness with greediness, verse 20, but you have not so learned Christ. In other words, that's not how you have come to know Christ, verse 21. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that uh, you put on the new man, which was created according to God in the in the true righteousness and holiness. Helen, you might want to help us here understand. Uh, okay, here yeah.
1: okay. uh-huh. um. Paul is, is showing a difference between literally a Christian and a non-Christian right. because of the way that the Christians live. Mm-hmm. Not because we are loved anymore. Mm. God loves everybody. Everybody, you that's know, right. But he's saying here, live the full light of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul actually told the Ephesians to leave behind the old life of sin. Right. Right. Which is what he's saying.
0: Okay.
1: Um, since now they have become followers of Christ,
0: so new creatures. They new creatures. Their minds yes. should be renewed. All yes. oh, right. Living the
1: Christian life is a process.
0: It is a process. It's a journey. It's it's uh-huh. a journey. Uh-huh. And
1: although we have a new nature, we don't automatically think. Yes. Um, of or or even express the uh-huh. right attitudes. It's uh-huh. not automatic for us, and we. But you do become new people. People in Christ, you know yourself that if you focus on something, Uh I think it says somewhere in scripture, as we behold, we become, we become changed. That's right. Now, if you're going to focus on Christ and you want a life that's free of guilt. Free of shame, mm-hmm. focus on Christ. That's right. Give That's him right. your life and focus on him. Mm-hmm. If, on the other hand, you're going to say, no, I want to do it my way, mm. you pick up a magazine, pornographic, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and you start reading that. Mm-hmm. You go into the internet, internet, mm-hmm. and before long it becomes like a second nature to you, mm-hmm. and, and mm. the pleasures aren't enough.
2: Mm-hmm. So